Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey, Fidel Curry Lee here. So can we all agree that mental health is okay to discuss and doesn't have to be so taboo? Life throws curveballs at us on the daily, and the least we can do is cater to the relationship that we have with ourselves. So catch a new episode of my podcast, Because Life, every Wednesday to hear me and a mental health professional go there. As we dive deep, be vulnerable, probably cry, and definitely laugh to discuss issues we all battle that become part of our mental health journey. Look, I get it. Life is hard, but talking about it together can make it a little bit easier. Tune in every Wednesday wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, girl, hey. Welcome back to my weekly podcast, Taste of Taylor. I'm your host, Taylor Trekker, and joining me today is one of my best friends, Amanda Hirsch. Hey, girl, hey. Hi, babe. Not skinny, but not fat. Look at, I said it, I finally got it. I didn't have to read it off of a piece of paper. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Do you know, I'm kind of offended. Like, did Tay like me as much as I liked her? Oh, my God. We haven't even talked about this. Okay, wait, wait, wait real quick. We have yeah. a lot to catch up on. Um, we were just in... Um, Jackie Schimmel's The Bitch Bible live uh, live show here in New York at Gramercy Theater. So we're going to recap that a little bit. Um, but yeah, I forgot that was like the first time you met my wife. And I, it's yeah. so weird because in pandemic times, quarantine times when you make friends, socially distanced over Zoom, and then you meet in real life, it's like, I feel like there's a lot of relationships that started during the pandemic. And then like when people met in real life, they were like, wait, I don't fucking like you. And they like yeah. fell off. We did still hit it off. Thank God. But it's like, I forget that you don't know my wife. It's like when you said to me, cause before we did the show, we went out to dinner with Jackie. We'll get into the whole thing, but you were like, oh, I'm so excited to meet Tay. And I was like, wait, what? I, it blew my mind that you guys haven't met. So yeah, I want to, I want to hear all about what you thought about her. We're also going to be talking about Emrata. In this podcast, mm. I know, I know, um, but it's it's more about like like the beehive with Beyonce. We know we can't go for her because the beehive is strong. Swifties for T Swift, and we're going to talk about her. Emrata well. doesn't have a fandom. Well, she's got something, and I'm I'm going to call it the Rat Pack, okay? Because they <laughs> oh, 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 they came for you. I mean. Amanda, what? so fucking hard. I talked about I talked about Emirata ad nauseum last week on the Taylor Trekker show, my daily show, and the pushback I got. I was like, I thought we all hated Emirata. I lost. <laughs> <laughs> so we have to talk about it. And also, you're my friend. You know me. I'm ride or die. I'm loyal. So like when Emirata comes for you, I'm gonna come for her. Duh. And anyway, I got the most fucked up DM ever. <laughs> they came for me. They came for you. And it came for my wife. They came for Taylor. Wait, is it one DM that you're saying that you got so much shit for? Is it that one DM? Or was there more than one? There was more like on Facebook groups for the show, but that's just like the general, like there's a Facebook group that, you know, there's love, there's hate, there's whatever. And then there's a Facebook group page for me that might as well be like Silk Road. Like it's like Reddit. Like you could probably buy like meth there. It's like fucking psychotically. Like basically yeah. it's like, we hate Taylor Listen, I think... The Emrata thing, just in general first, I don't hate her yes, at all. I do. I think, <laughs> <laughs> I think that people, and like, I just want to say when I posted about her, I can't tell you how many people and how many celebrities 
fucking hate her. Yeah. Like so many slid into my DMs being like, oh, she's the fucking worst. She's this, she's that. Yep. And I think before, uh, you know, we went on Bitch Bible, um, I had just texted with so many people about it because I got the funniest messages from people I can about imagine. it. Like so funny, um, especially after she was like with the small following and everything. Oh, um, fuck. That's what really, I mean, I'll give you my two cents on why she bugs me. Fine. Maybe I should say I don't hate her, but I really, really, really don't like her. Okay. I and think that's that separate she's, from you. I feel bad for her. I feel bad for her. I think that she's, and what I said uh, on the live show, I think like was the most um, condensed version of what I think of her is like, she is so tortured by being tortured. so hot. Yes. And it's like, there are so many hot people like, hello, we live our lives. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but like so many hot women, so many beautiful women that are like taken seriously, yes. doing serious shit. Yes. Like people like them. No one's hating on you because you're hot. Exactly. No, you're like, you're like, I feel like it's like, I'm not saying that she didn't go through some shit in the industry. Like it yeah. could be shitty. Believe, I'm sure. No. And I believe that. And, and for, and, and like any woman who's gone through that kind of trauma, like I support like, yeah. Like, tell your story, and I'm so sorry that happened for you. I, have, can, I can have compassion, of course. Right. I think it's more, it's not about that. It's more about the, like, take me seriously. Don't talk about my body, but here's my body. You yeah. know, like... It's contradiction. The, the book is called My Body. My body. So maybe, like, she has some deep discovery to do about why she's yeah. so... Like, you're not the... You know how, like, what, there's some women that, like, give birth, and you're like, are you the only woman on earth that gave birth because you're acting like it? Yeah. With her, it's like, are you the only hot woman in the world? Like, let me break it to you. You're not in my top five. You know what I mean? Well, that's like, interesting too. Cause like after talking about it, I had people DMing me like, cause they didn't know who she was and they were like, which is like, how do you not? But whatever, it's fine. And they were like, oh my God, you were talking about how, how she was so hot. And like, she's attractive, but like, I think he kind of oversold her. And I, my response to people was, no, she has become the industry standard of hot. Like that's just like, for, for whatever reason, her name is synonymous with the hottest woman in the industry. Yeah. And there's so, like, I remember years ago, um, oh my God, I'm going to blank Jessica. Jessica Beale. I remember there was an interview that was done and Jessica said like they were asking about roles or whatever her career path and she said that she feels like she doesn't get a lot of roles and she said and I quote my looks are becoming a problem and she didn't mean like I'm getting old and ugly she meant I'm so beautiful I remember the context I am not wrong on this my looks are becoming a problem she basically was saying I am so beautiful I can't play roles and I'm like what? That's literally <laughs> the most important See, part and of your I, job. You know what? I think I have really good intuition because I've never liked Jessica Biel either. Yeah. Well, there I've is, never liked her either. And this is the thing too. There's a vibe. Like for example. Excuse there me. Was, Charlize Theron. Get, fucking whatever. I mean, I don't even have to. Angelina Jolie. Like spectacular. Blake Lively. Yes. Like excuse me. Listen. So I, so I guess we are just going to jump into Emrata. We'll get to all okay. the other stuff too. But here's yeah. the thing. And like I really want to talk about this too because I is a genius and I have a lot of important thoughts on this that I need yeah. to share with you and everybody. Mm -hmm. But I really think that there are different types of women in this world, obviously. Duh. Um, that's my statement and now moving on. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> so, but like, for example, I remember I used to be really close to this girl. Okay, back in the day. And she is by all accounts attractive, beautiful, hot, great body, very hot husband, cool life, cool everything. And I didn't get along with this person at all. And I remember people would be like, it must be really hard to be around her because she's so perfect. And I was like, no, she's an asshole. And I like, it started to really bug me. And I'm like, yeah, she's hotter than me. Yeah. She's skinnier than me. Yeah. She's richer than me. Yeah. She's all the things more than me, but like I can be friends with people who are better than me in, in superficial ways. So it's like, like, don't just say that we don't get along because she's gorgeous. Like that's not a thing. Meanwhile, like, you know, I can listen Stassi, Right? I mean, you, Jackie, like I can list all these people who are so much hotter and more successful than me and I love them. So that's the thing. Well, it's like I think, I think what you're trying to say is what I say is like, you can't put like Dorinda style or sorry, Ramona style women supporting women as a general thing. Cause like I can support some women of course. and I can 
So I can put Courtney on a pedestal all day, Haley Bieber on a pedestal all, all day. day, like different women on a pedestal yes. all day, and then say, okay, this one I, I'm, I'm not putting on a pedestal because I'm not that into her. And it doesn't have to be you don't support women or you're not supporting attractive women. Like, no, I overly support attractive women. So it's almost yeah. disgusting how much I'll support attractive women just because they're you really attractive. Do. You really do. You know do. what I mean? Yeah. I'm like, she's so hot. She's so hot. You're drool, like drool, a 13-year-old boy with posters on your wall sometimes. <laughs> I know. So it's <laughs> like, I have no problem with hotness. And like I said, is right. Emrata specifically in my top five of like hot women who I'd either want to be with or be like, you can't decide. No, but that doesn't mean anything. I think, listen, to give some context, the whole thing with Emrata started. Yeah. Let, let's start at the very, very, very beginning. Well, the, it's the very, very beginning is like, she became famous because she was the girl in the video with the Robin think thick and thank you on it. And then all of a sudden this girl popped into her life. She, she tried to be an actress. She got small roles here and there. Um, and I think her struggle was probably, and I've heard this from people that have worked with her. It's like, she's not that great of an actress. So at the end of the day, right. she's not getting huge roles. She's getting like Ben Affleck's like in Gone Girl. Mistress, like, yeah. Yeah, like whatever. Anyway, the Daca Tot. But so wait, but, Emrata, but, but, but real yeah. quick with the, with the acting. So she's not an actress. Fine. But like Haley Bieber's not an actress. She's a great model. Like Emrata's a good model. Like you don't have to do well, everything in this industry. Well, maybe she wants to be an actress. Fair, fair. And because she isn't getting huge roles, she feels like it's because she's just too hot and sexual. So it's the same. It's the Jessica Biel complaint. It's just my looks right. are becoming a problem. I think, it, I think it's Come the on. Jessica Biel complaint. And I right. haven't read her book. I'd really like for someone to read it and then um, <laughs> tell me everything it says. Um, and yeah, I think she overcompensates with like, you know, I mean, can she not be hot and go, you know, like we talked about on the Women's March? Yeah, she can. Can she not be hot and like be best friends with Lena Dunham and be a political activist? She can. But for some reason, all these things, plus that article, remember, she was said that her baby's going to choose its own gender. But yes. then the baby was born. She was like, oh, this is Sylvester. Here is his dinosaur themed room. Yes. And we were like, what? So I think we're. With her, it's just like you're, like you're thrown off. You know what messages I get that I fucking hate? People be like, why are you so obsessed with Emrata? And I'm like, I'm not obsessed with her. Do you know what I think? I think and listen, it's just a topic that makes me rageful. And by the way, like I told you guys, it makes so many people rageful. Yes, yes. She is definitely a trigger for a lot of women. And so fine, let's just chalk it up to maybe we're jealous of her. But this, but it doesn't track because the women that I know that are like, ugh, Emrata, like I roll, I feel like they also like you. It's like we put other beautiful women up on a pedestal who are famous and wealthy. So it's like that can't just be the formula. So I really spent yeah. too much time thinking about this. Yeah. And what I think is, I think, and I actually like Kelly Ben Simone. I want to say that before we... I say what I'm going to say, which now everyone's going to at me over this. But remember when Kelly Benson said to Bethany, I'm up here and you're down here. Oh, I actually watched that. Yeah. Okay. And it was like that. And that's it. In a nutshell, Emrata always, whether she means to or not, is like, I'm up here and you're down here. And we're going to get to what she said indirectly about you on Howard Stern. But it was the same kind of thing. Oh, you're Patui. I'm up here. You're down here. And so it's like, if you constantly remind us how much better you are subtly, than us that's not a girl's girl that's not relatability that's not going to make people like you you can be beautiful and smart and successful and be relatable she's honestly just very not relatable and i don't she's can't, not relatable. i can't tell you exactly why but you're about to tell a story that's a prime example of the lack of relatability but i think that's the problem with her for not all of us because the rat pack is ride or die like i'm like is everybody related to emrata in my dms because this shit is wild but stop Wild. Like, I was like, why are you so hardcore? It was, it was blowing my mind. But she definitely irks a lot of people I know. And I'm talking industry and not industry people. Like, yeah. it's just a thing. And I don't think it's as easy as we're all just jealous of her. I, there's, a diff, there's another element to the vibe. And yeah, you know, when boys are mean, were mean to you when you were little and your mom was always like, it's because they like you. like you. And I'm like, no, I can guarantee you they don't. <laughs> like, it's not always that. Or girls are mean to you and your mom says Cause it's because they're jealous. No, not yep. everyone is jealous. No. Some people no. just don't like me. So I think with her, well, the docket was really funny. That was the thing is that so Emrata gave birth on like March something a week less than a week later 
I see that she, you know, posted an ad for her in a Murata uh, pajamas. Yes. Um, and they obviously completely opened. She didn't button them and you could see right. her like thousands of abs. Thousands. So my first thought like running through my head was that this was like a Kylie situation. Like, okay, this is obviously an old photo. She's for sure still in underwear mesh undies that I was wearing for two months. She's obviously still ble- still bleeding. Like right. this is not from now. Like that's yeah, like, like the, a, a quick thought that went through my head. A week after you have no, a baby. No, it was a week. It was a, a week. week. A week after you have a baby, Amanda, like just for those of us who don't have children, yeah. what is that? You're in mesh like? undies. You're in giant pads. You guys remember the pads that like your nurse at school would give you? Like you're literally disgusting. Right. Um, and some women still have kind of like a pregnant belly, like not the whole belly didn't right. go down yet. Like you're not feeling like yourself so much yet. Of course there are like unicorns, right? So in my mind, it was like, oh, this is for sure a picture that was taken before. And she's posting the ad now because the pajamas are coming out. And then before I like tapped through, I saw like that the, there was like a little caption, excuse the docotot. Now for those, like, because I was, you know, a, a new mom at that point, I was like, oh, the docotot is what? Like Noah lays in. It's like a lounger. And I was like, why is she excusing it? Where is it? I was like zooming and zooming. And there was a docotot on the bed at the end of her bed, like really in the back. And I was like, and then I kind of made a joke of it. I was like, wow, like the docotot is there. That means the baby has been born. That means it's now. And I was like, moreover, it feels like she wanted us to know that it's now because if not, then just post it. Let people guess if it's now or not now. And then of course, like everything I do, I was like spiraling and I was talking about it. I was just like, I was mostly stuck on like, why the excuse the DACA dad? Why did you have to tell us? And, and that was the whole thing. Do I wholly relate to that now? No, I could have said like, like looking back at it now, I'm like, she fucking excuse the doctor, whatever. Then I was spiraling no, about it. Not whatever. No, but the, this is a thing, Taylor. I am really not the person, and there are a lot of people like this, and it's fine if you are. I'm not counting on women of the world to make me feel better about myself. Okay. I don't think it's her responsibility to not post it because not at all women, you know, have that. No, it's not her responsibility. She's hot. Flaunt it. You got back to yourself after a week. Great. You didn't. Great. Whatever. However long right. it takes you, doesn't take you. Whatever your body was before, whatever is now. Whatever. It's nobody's responsibility. You know what? Adele said that in her yes. interview with Oprah She's this right. week. And it's so true. Totally. And also about this and also in general. Nobody's responsible for anybody's feeling good about themselves. Okay. Amen. You know, you're Nobody absolutely is. right. And you you're know what? Morgan right. Stewart around that time put up a photo and wrote six days postpartum and she was looking almost exactly like she did before. And it didn't rub people the wrong way because she said six days postpartum. Yes. She was, she was showing it off. She was saying, look at me. This episode of Taste of Taylor is brought to you by Switchcraft. Match three games can be a lot of fun, but it seems like most of them are, it's like the same over and over again. The themes, the characters, they change, but overall it's like the same boring format until now. Switchcraft is a brand new take on Match 3 games. As you play, you unlock pieces of a beautiful, magical, and gripping graphic novel. Switchcraft is a mobile game with a unique blend of TV-worthy writing, choose-your-own-adventure-style narrative, and thousands of magical Match 3 levels. I love this game because they have diverse characters in Switchcraft. They really do. They have over 85 characters from like a variety of cultural backgrounds, as well as differently abled, very important, and LGBTQ plus characters as a member of the LGBTQ plus community. I really appreciate that. Also, there are like literally thousands of levels to play, so you never get bored. That's not always the case with match games, but in this case, it is. So in Switchcraft, it all starts with the disappearance of your best friend. Now it's up to you to unravel the mystery of her disappearance using your magical match three skills. So you're taking on the role of a witch at Pendle Hill, which is like the world's top academy of witchcraft. And along the way, you're going to find unique characters, a really gripping story, and even a little bit of romance. The best part is that your choices in the game determine the outcome of the story. So you're literally in the driver's seat. So what are you waiting for? Download Switchcraft for free, free, Switchcraft for free, and unlock the magical mystery. And now to the podcast. This is what I look like. And I also feel like with with her, if somebody had said, oh my God, Morgan, like go fuck yourself. She would have been like, I know, LOL, I'm the worst. Like she was, would be able to right. also she make would, fun she of it She as would well. be, yeah. A and sense you know what? of humor the- is the key thing here. Yeah. So nobody, that's one thing. Nobody is in charge of making you feel good about yourself, but 
Yes. But yes. each of us has some version of introspection, right? Yes. You're not going to go on Instagram or on your podcast or on your radio show and say, I'm amazing and I'm hot and I'm skinny and I'm a great ass all day, right? Like we right. have some way to filter ourselves. So like if I take one too many a selfie a day, I'm like, wow, Amanda, you got to chill the fuck out, you know? can't can't be okay you're feeling yourself today let's let's calm down but see, so the i thing think with that you like is, you will do it you will post it and then you will caption that <laughs> you yeah, will because you i will, feel it because i feel it all right. of a sudden i like hate myself for a moment so i think that is it okay for you to flaunt your body and if you snap back like howard stern said which like nobody said and nobody asked emirata but he asked that right. um yes you can show it off do i feel like there is a line and a spectrum of like being you know, just a person with a mind that works in a way where you are thinking mm-hmm. about like, wait, is this cool? Is this a lot? Should this be something I just send my partner or my family so they can tell me, wow, Amanda, you look so amazing. Right. Or is this something I need the whole world to validate me? So, well, wait, and how about this too? So let's say she posts it and she's feeling herself, which she should. Yeah. She looks fucking great. But then when people start to like give a little shit back, which is par for the course on social media. What do you think is going to happen? It's going to be rainbows and butterflies. Everybody's being like, oh my God, hot emojis. Like you will inevitably, especially when you are that level of celebrity, get pushback. And so when somebody's like, there's people that get really angry, right? We know what that feels like. We've, I've gotten some pretty, I'm about to share a very angry DM with you, but it's like, there's also some people that are like making a joke or like, or like, like being, giving you sass. Excuse the doc dot is not offensive and she could have fucking laughed about it and she could have used, she could have used it. Like for example, let's give a really quick current time example. Kourtney Kardashian. Yes. So many people are happy for her with Travis Barker, but so many people are saying, she is dressing punk. She right. is wearing all these, you know, punk band shirts. She's wearing all black. You know, Benny Drama did that whole skit, like, I want to mosh trap. And she's in on the joke. She's not sitting there exactly. being like, no, I swear that I'm not dressing like him. She's literally <laughs> being like, uh, and skulls and black hearts. And she comments on shit that's ma- making fun of her. And this right. is not Courtney specifically. This is a lot of the Kardashians um, that can do this. Uh, you know, they, they fucking inv- invited that North, you know, funny account on the show. Um, Kim so, just yeah. said at Simon Huck's wedding that she hasn't been to a gay wedding since her last wedding. That's yeah. fucking hilarious. Like, be yeah. in on the joke, you know? Be Have in on the joke. Right. So who would have thought at the who? end of all this, um, after we excuse the doc tot we Wait, made it a just, joke. Just some history. So... Obviously, Amanda covers on her account, on Instagram, like, and also in her podcast, so a lot of celebrity stuff. She's like, you know, I mean, I feel like you are getting the news faster than anybody, any other source out there. You know how I feel about you. I bow down and worship. So, you know, if you want celebrity coverage, you, Amanda's got you covered. So this is a part of your brand and your job. So for you to cover, excuse the docketot, like, if you picked up on something subtle, it's funny. Mm-hmm. Your, you know, your audience catches on. It becomes like an inside joke. But like, yeah. is, that's where it ended, right? Like, did you, did you? you comment on Emirata's account or did you just post on no, yours? I just posted on mine and okay. listen, I'm the fucking bitch that does it. I'm not tagging Emirata. No. I'm not writing to her on behalf of women everywhere. I don't no. give a fuck. I no. think it's funny. And in my mind, do I think social media is like so crazy it could get to her? Yeah, but I didn't feel like anything I said. Again, am I sitting there being like that ugly, gross piece of shit? No, no. I'm talking about a very specific excuse the became an inside joke. We were excusing things. People were posting hot photos of them and excusing like a shoe in the background it became like a thing um and I actually started following her after that and like you know obviously we still had things that were funny like excuse the baby because you know she keeps on posing with her baby like (laughs) just being really hot and just like holding the baby like Like it's an accessory like she is she does have this like demeanor about her that like everything is like super like hot and even like she's holding her baby doesn't it looks like (laughs) the baby's just like there and she's just there being hot but anyway nothing is like in Malice, you know what I mean? No, not all. Um, but also, my question too is: is like, did she? Um, did you and millionaires think millionaires even think she saw it? Like, like you know, how, like you can see who watches your stories. Sometimes yeah. people interact with you. So, like, yeah. So, did you or I don't know? I mean, I didn't care. I mean, the thing is, you have to assume at this yes. point in time, you have to assume that people Everyone see your shit. Everything. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. Like that people 
it gets to them. Somebody follows you that knows them. They secretly look on your shit. For, so I really wasn't concerned with it even. Did I think, though, that even if she saw it, would she comment on it on Howard Stern while she's promoting her book and yeah. in a non-funny way in this like very serious tone so this is what happened she goes on Howard Stern to promote her book Howard Stern which I know like I like Stern but he was the way Me he too, asked it he yeah. was kind of like he was like yeah you gave birth and then everyone was wondering when is she gonna bounce back when is she and I was like okay nobody was wondering but okay yeah um like literally she looked the same pregnant just like with a baby in it so and she was like yeah and then I did like bounce back and people were really angry and that's just that line alone shows you enough like and people were angry that's what you think that people were angry because you quote unquote bounce back yeah and then she goes yeah and she tells the doc it's a tot story which i have to say i was kind of like impressed i was like em you got it like i felt like she like got it like right is she in on the joke did she laugh no but she got it the way she explained it i was like (laughs) (laughs) Um, so it just sounded because she said she was like I posted a thing I said excuse the docketot and then you know people were really angry and they thought that you know I wanted them to know that it was like after I had my baby and that I was promoting this like unachievable body and then she goes and then one woman one woman was one woman wait hold on a lot of people were angry especially one woman with a small following was really really angry And then she kind of went on a tangent and then she kept saying like, and she was like, and you know what? I feel like I, I don't have to show my whole life. Like I show enough of my life and you know what? Like I even put pictures that my husband took of me on film while I was giving birth that weren't flattering. And this like goes to show you like, again, like still not likable. Yeah. Still not getting it. Still not getting it. Still missing the mark. Like yes. the fact that she's like, no, no, no. Like my husband took pictures of me birthing our baby that weren't that flattering. And like, I'm okay with it. Like, no, 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 you're missing it. So, I mean, obviously we made a jab at it because obviously she was talking about me. Yes. Could she have said this girl on Instagram? Yes. But this Could woman s- with this, with, with that, that was she so petty. She made me sound like a Karen. Like yeah. she made me sound like I was a Karen totally. from Nebraska with 300 followers, yep. you know, yep. posting like just shit. Like she could have said this Instagrammer, this influencer, this girl on Instagram. Yeah, but no, that she went have been out enough. of her way. First of all, Howard's question this was not the response to it. No. His question was, no. what was it like to have people have pressure for you to snap back? Right. She pivoted. So she had the agenda. She was bringing you up. <laughs> Be damned, Howard's questions. She so, she pivoted so hard. It yeah. wasn't even, he was like, what's a dog? He was like, what? And that's the thing. <laughs> he was literally, and then her explaining what a dog is. She's like, it's a baby launder. I feel like I couldn't see Howard's face, but I'm sure he was like, what the fuck? And then like I told you, like the tangent off of that back to like yeah. no but I let my husband take on flattering pictures on film and I like those pictures I was like again she's missing it but yeah. I have to tell you guys because I'm really honest with my feelings and yes. it's like I, I do therapy for myself like in the moment when I was sent that clip like I didn't feel anything like a lot of times I'm like <gasps> you know when something happens I'll like feel a lot of things I'll call I'll be like oh my god I didn't care it honestly felt so stupid to me that like I don't mind that she told the story it's her prerogative to tell the story and I honestly don't think she meant anything I don't think she meant to hurt me or dig at me I think that she's so disconnected from reality that she might think of me as a woman with a small following whereas like she has that's like Kim Kardashian would look at her Kim Kardashian okay what I you think can. that, no, I think that she definitely, like, I think she thinks about you every day. I'm not, I'm not joking. I'm being serious. <laughs> I think she thinks about Doc Talk Gate, like, more than any of us would ever admit. And yeah. I think that, no, I think that this was her opportunity to stick it to you and stick it to anybody else that made her feel sad in that moment. And I think she said the small falling thing, because, I mean, I'm a petty fucking bitch. I know how petty is. I'm a petty, petty princess. Petty see as petty does. You know what I'm saying? So I'm you like, think, oh, that's you right. You think it was on purpose? I think that she was like my fifis were hurt and now i'm gonna take a swipe a low blow in a moment and did she, was it premeditated probably not but given the moment i think th- maybe doc talk gate just you know, like, crept into you her know what brain i'm thinking now and she was raging. maybe she didn't want to give it more weight and if she said 
this girl with a large following yes. or if she said yes an Instagram influencer it would have given the story more weight yes. and Howard would have been like oh wow people were really hurt by this and talking about it or people thought it was ridiculous whereas if she says a woman with a small following aka Karen from Nebraska then it's like oh this girl with 200 followers talked about that's it do you get what I mean but then why so bring why, it up then why are we then why bring it about up? it exactly yeah exactly so do I think it was a dig? Do I think it's like funny? I think it's funny. And I also think that it's like disconnected. Like, yeah. Why? Because you have 30 million followers. So like my amount of followers is small to you, or I don't even know how to look at it. Like, is I mean, that, well, well, to go back maybe, to what I originally and like said, you said, yes, yes, yes. She's up yeah, here ben and we're Simone. all down here. No one's hotter than be, her. No one's more famous than her. Right. So yeah. it's like, yeah, I mean, oh my God, yeah. 400 K right. and climbing. She you, could think of me. Yeah. Yeah. And also, I got another gauntlet to throw down. She's queen feminist, right? She's all about women supporting women. So by all accounts, you are a woman who has created a very, like, I mean, we could say that you have a quote-unquote small business that you, you that you started that is now growing to a medium-sized business and will probably be a massive brand someday. It already is, quite frankly. Like, shouldn't she support... <laughs> I mean, I don't what need you're her, doing? babe. It doesn't make sense for her to like support me. Maybe. I'm just, well, but, how about this? I then, mean, but but like, but dogging on your small following, which it's not even like that, felt very not women supporting women. I'm just saying. Yeah. She could have yeah. said, like you said, woman who had a problem with it was very angry. Also, throwing around that women are angry when they don't agree with you. That's yeah, a fucked up thing to do too. So Carol Radziwill, which I, I love, she's always like, fuck the patriarchy. Yes. Like everything. Literally, I could be like, Carol, like I got these pants and she'll be like, misogyny. Like literally, that's Carol. Like it's, <laughs> those are the two things. But that comment was really appropriate because it's like, and then women were really angry when I did is like so out drama. Like no one is sitting at home angry that you got your abs back. Like, let me fucking tell you, we're kind of better than that. You know what I yeah. mean? We're kind of fucking better than that. And that yes. wasn't the point. And like, I genuinely think that she could have, I mean, I'm a person that person that laughs at myself. Yes. Do I get offended if I get mean, hurtful comments? Yes. But like, I laugh at myself all day. I think it's so funny. So yeah. I feel like, excuse a docketat, like we're just recognizing how hot you are and how like you wanted us to know that it's like you're that hot right now. There is nothing here to cry about. Yes. There is nothing here to be offended no about. There's nothing here. It's no a, one's angry. And honestly, we're just making a little bit of fun at you for like, you know what it is? It's when somebody posts a hot picture on Instagram and they try to make it about something else. It's exactly. like, just own it. I look hot. Exactly. You guys right. It's I exactly am hot. That, that's exactly just, it, babe. That's it. It's That's no exactly deal, it. That's right? exactly it. So, and, That's and, if, exactly uh, it. and if your brand is constantly being in your body and owning your beauty and being hot and like being proud of it, then just be like, yeah, fuck it. You got, you caught me busted. Yeah. Excuse yeah. me. Yeah. was, yeah, you're right. One week postpartum. Don't I look fucking good? It, yeah. Just, it's fine. Just say exactly. it. Exactly. You just got say it, babe. Um, just say it. Do you want me to read the DM I got? <laughs> I mean, you've only been talking about it for a week and a half, so let's do it. <laughs> so I was going to, um, so I've been talking about this whole thing. I, I did for like, I would say two days pretty much straight in a row on uh, yeah. my daily show, the Taylor Trucker show. And um, I was intense, okay? And when I get angry, I think I sound way meaner than I mean to sound. But I was pissed because I was mad at the small following comment. That's what made me mad. And I was also mad at the identification that you were angry when in fact you were just like calling her out and like she should have like had a better sense of humor about it. It bugs me. And she's always bugged me. So I was like her bugging me on top of like that, you know, you're my friend and protective over you. And I didn't like the way she handled it. It just like really, I, I, I was spiraling. So anyway, I was on the show talking about it for like two days straight. So I get a DM from a, a listener of the show. Um, listening to your opinion on MR. Okay. It's so sickening. You only hear white women hating on other women like this. You have so much Karen in you. It is hilarious. I know. Oh, get ready. You and your high profile friends. Thank you, by the way, for that. <laughs> we are sick of hearing how hot you think your wife is. Everyone has their opinion. Shut the fuck up about other women being confident about their bodies. You hate yourself. White frigidity much? Sad, sad, sad. I wish more co-hosts would speak up and put you in your place. You are the worst. Not worst. You are. I love a typo in a DM like this. You are the worst. You and most of your social media friends, semi-celebrities, again, thank you, are the worst. Get your lazy arse up and exercise. 
Amanda. I'm, Wait, she's British. Ours is British. She's from, she's from, she's British. I'm a size 10 working on myself both physically and mentally. Oh, yeah. Are you? Okay. And to hear a 40 year old woman, that's such shade. I am not 40. <laughs> she is so not 40, you guys. I am 38. To hear a four, almost 39, to hear a 40 year old woman talking like a scared, insecure 12 year old. Like, yeah, that's my, that's my brand. Hello. <laughs> Do you not know me? Grow the fuck up. If you loved your wife so much, Emily Ratajkowski wouldn't get such a rise in you. Your skinny, not fat friend sucks the D of the Kardashian. <laughs> Wait, I'm skinny, not fat? Okay. <laughs> yeah, can you, also thank, thank you. Thank you. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Give me a break. Some of your social media and reality TV people are jokes. Okay, so. Wow, there was a lot of emphasis on that. A lot yeah, of emphasis. Yeah, okay, yeah. first of all, I love dissecting because she's British. I don't or think she, she wants is. you to. So why would you say ours? Because maybe she was like, she. I, I used fuck when she used like F word. She was maybe trying to like not swear, but like get the message across. Wow. Yeah. So, Do you think she's going to be canceling her subscription? I said to, to her, Taylor I Trick? really think you should probably cancel. Because oh, wait, you answered? Oh, yes, I did. And then I blocked her. <laughs> but it, it went on and on and on. And, and trust me, like the last two paragraphs, she's like, when when we're done and then you're still sending me paragraphs, I, I'm sorry, I have to block you. She's the first person I ever blocked. It was wow. getting spiraling so out of control. Wait, can I check? You're going to have to tell me her name so I can check if she follows Absolutely. me. fucking Lily. I'll tell you her yeah. name, but I won't say her name, obviously. Um, but anyway... Yeah. So, but I thought to myself, wait a second. See, like, did that offend you? I'm not even, off- no. I'm not offended. No. That's the thing, Amrata. But I said, to, like, don't I'm not offended. ever talk about my wife. That's what I did get mad. I was like, leave her out of it. Amanda made me fine. Thank you. She's basically a private person as far as we're all concerned. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, like yeah. what, what, what's that? Why? Wait, why? So I don't like Emrata. If I was in love with my wife, I would. What is that logic? I, <laughs> I don't get it. And so it made me realize that like, so one of two things, either Emrata secretly has the Rat Pack, which is <laughs> like Swifty fans or like the Beehive. So does she is my question. And number two, maybe there's two kind of women in the world. Those of us who can make jokes, be sassy, but like take things on the chin and not take things so seriously. And then there's women who literally, if you don't agree with them, you don't love your husband or your wife. You hate yourself. That is accurate. I do hate myself. But like, you like, honey, you don't have to tell me to get my lazy ass to the gym. I know that. Like it was, there Maybe was just, she has, yeah, there was just so much in there. And I was like, and also if you're mad, so she said that she doesn't like the way that I talked about Emrata. It's sickening. Also in the gay community, sickening is a compliment. FYI, if you watch drag race, you know that. So thank you again. But like, that's the thing is it's like, so you're trying to tell me that you're going to stick up for Emrata by dragging me, make, my, oh my God, friends it's... and my wife. Like, yeah. don't you see the hypocrisy in this? Yeah. Also, a lot of Emrata hypocrisy. doesn't know. I talked about her. It's behind a paywall on Patreon, but I yeah. know I guess you sent it to me that you like <laughs> yeah. talk about that with your fucking friends behind my back. That's what I'm yeah. doing with them, Rod, as far as I'm concerned, you know? Right. Yeah. It just it, it blew my mind. And it's like, wow, we live in a really what a world. But that stuck with you, right? That message. Because I of do, Tay, you know, if it didn't have that, if it didn't have the thing about Tay, would you care? Well, I, if I'm being honest, I use the Tay thing to like really shame her mm. <laughs> because I'm, that's the kind of bitch I am. And then she was like, it's not about Tay. And I was like, then why'd you make, well, then that's on you. You made it, you lost, you lost. Like, you know, when you're fighting well, with somebody. Here's the thing, it's so easy to say, you know, to me or to you, oh, because you're not skinny like Emrata, you're jealous and you have a problem with her. And that's not it you know what I mean and again we go back to like do I have issues with people that are thinner than me or hot people again the answer is no do your research so and (laughs) like do you no no so it doesn't that's not a argument um but but it is so quickly a place that women want to go to right it's like you don't like a woman well that's because you're jealous of her it's like forever and ever i've never liked kate middleton i just don't why i don't know i just don't and people are like you're so jealous and i'm like i promise i'm not i like swear and it's just like it's such an interesting thing that women do to other women do you know what i mean 
This episode of Taste of Taylor is brought to you by Truebill. If you know, you know, and you're like, oh, Truebill's the best. If you don't know, you're about to say thank you. Question, do you know why free trials renew without your consent? I'll tell you, it's a business scam out to get you. Don't let greedy companies pocket your money. Download Truebill to take control of your subscriptions. Now, not all subscriptions are bad, as I have a subscription daily show. I just want to point that out. But you know you're in a sticky situation when you get that free trial. It's like, it's so tempting. You're like, I must get the free trial. But then you put your credit card information and it's like, they gonna get you. They really are. That's where Truebill comes in. Truebill is a new app that helps you identify and stop paying for subscriptions that you don't want, that you don't need, or that you simply forgot about. On average, people save up to $720 a year with Truebill. Yeah. And because companies make subscriptions hard to cancel, Truebill makes it incredibly simple. Just link your accounts and Truebill will cancel your unwanted subscriptions in one tap. Super simple. And the best part, you get a Truebill concierge. They're there when you need them to cancel unwanted subscriptions so that you don't have to deal with it. I had a subscription. I'm not going to say to what. I'm not. A lady never talks. But I had a subscription. Started with a free trial. It was like seven days. And of course, it defaulted, whatever. But I was like, you know what? That's okay. I signed up. Whatever. No big deal. The big deal happened when I tried to go cancel it. Oh, they gave me the run around. It was like different person to different person to different person. And it's like, can you please connect me to somebody? There was just a hysterical SNL skit about this. I think it was for like Comcast or a cable company. <laughs> oh my God. And the whole skit was like how impossible it was to cancel his cable subscription and basically ended up with a landline that they refused to like let him not install in his house, which is so relatable because we've all been there. Like it's really hard to cancel subscriptions sometimes. And Truebill just like stepped into the plate for me and just like got the damn thing done and saved me a uh-huh. $180 for the year. Thank you, Truebill. It's no wonder that's why Truebill has over 2 million users and they've helped save those 2 million users over $100 million. Listen to me. Don't fall for subscription scams. Start canceling today at Truebill.com slash Taylor. Again, that's Truebill.com slash T-A-Y-L-O-R. Go right now. Truebill, T-R-U-E-B-I-L-L dot com slash T-A-Y-L-O-R. It could save you thousands a year. And now back to the podcast. Like, do you, I used to talk a lot of shit about Tyler Cameron. (laughs) And I remember I was like on this podcast talking shit about him to a guest who like didn't even know him. And the guest was like concerned. Like, why do you hate this guy? And, so, and I was like, and I'm so taught to think that everyone I hate, I'm jealous of. So I was like, am I jealous of Tyler, of Tyler Cameron? Like I had to really like look within and yeah. be like, do I want to be Tyler Cameron? So, so I mean, it is a question we should ask ourselves, right? Like right. we talk about being competitive in this industry. Like, could it be that we don't like somebody in the industry because we're like secretly a little jealous that yes. they're doing well Absolutely. or they have a shtick or so that can happen. But I think we're, you know, adults, like very young adults, but we're adults. So I can really easily go, Amanda, do you not like this person because they are doing something you would want to do or because you would want their job or because this or because that, or because they're unlikable. And I could do a really quick, like, I'm very self-aware. So I can say, you know what? I don't really like them because they have my dream life and I don't want to follow them yeah. because it doesn't make me feel good. That's fine also. There's you know someone what I mean? I'm thinking of right now who I have <laughs> to you. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm obsessed, but I hate. I'm yeah. triggered. I'm jealous. Like, yeah. I know when I'm coming you from know a place when. of jealousy. And that doesn't mean, you know, you're a horrible person. It's human nature. And that's why I completely understand sometimes that people, you know, don't like me. Right. Or think like, why is she doing this? Or like, what the fuck does she, she just gave us news at six months late. This shouldn't be her job. No, I'm no, with no, you. no, that's I'm my job. You, that's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Don't step on my brand. Okay. My yeah. brand is 18,000 year late news. <laughs> <laughs> Can we move on from Emrata? Thank yes, you. Yes. Yes. Um, okay. So, well, I think we should pivot to women supporting women and we recently you and I were talking about it um because we 
I feel like we're really good loyal friends. We are. I think that's why we're we're so we got so close so quickly. We're really like we're ride or die. When you're in, you're in with us. Do you feel like it's easy for you to have people let them into your life, or no? Is it does it take? Are minute? you looking for a compliment here, Taylor? No, I'm asking for just the truth. Truth, truth. Um, no, I think that I can be like friendly with with a lot of people, but I think. For me, I'm not saying that I'm the best person alive. I'm really not. But I really like to surround myself with really good people, <laughs> even if I'm like not a hundo great. No, I, I think that even if I could be bitchy or whatever I can be, I think that inside I'm a good person and I want to do good things and I and I feel things for people. So I think that I, I'll talk to people and I'll be nice and friendly. But I think at the end of the day, I'll let people in that I feel like have good intentions and are good people. Yes. And I think that if that's the compliment you were looking for, Taylor Strecker, yes. then about you, then I think Taylor is one of the best people. And I think that, and I, and I talk about you all the time and I tell my husband, I tell my family, like, no, you're a genuinely good person. Thank like you. you are a very good person. It's in the little things in life. And it's in the fact that you support other women you really do even I if try. we can hate some people that annoy us right um you support other women you're happy for people you stand up for people that you love and you're not scared of of getting shed yeah. and you were willing to give up your mic on jackie Schimmel's live show <laughs> and i held on to it for dear life and that made me feel like a horrible person because i even had nothing to say and i was like <laughs> and that was me introspectively after like being like okay so we were doing the live show yeah, we'll get back to how amazing we are, but I'll just talk about yes, how amazing you yes. are Actually, for a minute. That was a perfect segue, touche. So we, so we were during the live show, and we had four mics. It was you and I, you and me, sorry, uh, Michelle and Jackie. And Jackie was like, oh, we need a fifth mic for people's questions. And they didn't have there one. And one. you immediately yeah. wanted to give up your mic. And I think I thought about you in that moment like, Wow, that's so kind of her that she didn't even flinch, that immediately you were willing to give up your mic. And how sweet is Tay, your wife, that after was like, oh, I didn't want her to give up her mic and I wish I had a mic to give her because she's like super backstagey and she gets it and she was probably just also angry that like technically there wasn't another mic, but right. also that she didn't want focus taken away from you. You're her sunshine. Oh, she's but she's literally a stage mom for me. Literally. She's such a... Go no, she's there, a stage honey, mom in general. Go dance, show them what she's she got. So Tell that joke you told the other day. Like literally <laughs> that's Tay. <laughs> Like I'm her little monkey. Go dance monkey on stage. But in a retrospect, I feel like, and a lot of times it's okay if you're not the best version of yourself always. And I wish it came naturally for me that minute to be like, wait, here's my mic. Cause like, I'll, I didn't even, I came in soft spoken that day as I came in You today. really didn't. You were so phenomenal. Listen, it's a, it's a lot to have four of us on one stage. Jackie Schimmel, Michelle Collins, you, me. That's insane. Yeah. I'm out of personality on one stage. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know what the thing is, is I, you know, I, my audience knows I'm insanely narcissistic and me, 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 but over the years, I will say something to my credit that I do well is I think I know like when it's my time to be first chair, but I also know when it's my time to be second chair and working in radio for so long, I worked with a lot of people that were quote unquote second chair sidekicks. And I remember how annoyed I would get when they like couldn't like when they couldn't just accept number two, because number two is great. Ed McMahon, you know, it was like the Johnny Carson, so Johnny Carson. Carson show with Ed McMahon like and then Ed became huge like being two is great sometimes so I understand the value of two and so sometimes I'm like hey I think right now I need to slip into like position two or three or four and I'm yeah. I've, I've grown to be very comfortable with it and I think it's helped me over the years build good relationships which is ultimately the most important thing so when there was a mic I was like no problem let me give a mic up but also I gave a mic up because I was so sick of my <laughs> embarrassing myself <laughs> That I was like, take my mic away from me before I ruin my entire life. So it was not selfless. It was selfish. Yeah. Amanda, what yeah. happened to me on that stage? I you, literally became the a dirty, a dirty, a dirty, man. dirty man. I was going to say man. lesbian. I became a perverted yeah. vagina sniffing man. I don't know <laughs> what happened. <laughs> Like Amanda, I walked around my apartment the whole next day going like this. Oh, like, <laughs> like remembering yeah. shit you said. I would get hit with like memories of things I said. 
And literally, like, I want to be clear. The show was fucking amazing. Jackie is a star. You are so fucking funny, and you tell such good stories. You're, like, you kicked it off with your Emirata story. It was awesome. Michelle Collins is hilarious. I was, like, dead weight Danny. No, you weren't. I, you were so funny, babe. You were so funny. I was, Did like, you let me bury my vagina? head into your pussy. <laughs> like, <No. laughs> what It was the happens? most I've ever heard you embrace your lesbianism i'm so and i think you just i think it's like in your tequila or uh, vodka <laughs> were you drinking vodka or tequila it's i should never first of all i had a martini dinner yeah. and then i started drinking tequila bad <laughs> combination um I think you really leaned in you know I well, think you were like <laughs> this is my set you know, this is what it was the most I've ever heard you talk about it. But I think you were kind of like a comedian. You know, when a comedian tells oh. a joke and then the audience is into it, they keep on going. So I think you got like good laughs. Oh, um, are you sure? Because in, in my memories, I you got were like, nothing. Oh my, <laughs> now I'm remembering it was like you were like, let me tell you. Ah, ah, no, please, it hurts. <laughs> you were like, let me tell you, it's worth no, it. No, 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 no. <laughs> you were like, let me tell you, lick it a vagina. And I'm like, wait, how did Tay, how did Tay feel about it? She was like, so I feel you violated me with your words. <laughs> She's like, cause everybody, she's like, everybody was looking at me and you were talking about a vagina. And I just knew that everybody around me was like thinking of my vagina. Like she said, she, like, she just felt like she was a sitting you vagina. Would say a joke. I was also looking from, for her from stage. You would be like vagina. I'd be like, where's Tay in the audience? Stand up. <laughs> Take off your pants. Literally. You I know think what I it do? Was- when I'm on stage, it's so, it's really crazy. It's like. When I get a laugh, I'm like, oh, good laugh. And I keep it moving. But when I feel like I'm not getting a laugh, and even if I am, because sometimes you're getting laughs, but it doesn't feel like you are. Yeah, you, what yeah, happened yeah. when I was on tour with Stassi and Bo? The more I feel like I'm I'm bombing, the more I lean into it. I don't know what's wrong psychologically <laughs> with me. But, like, I remember Stassi and Bo and I were in Michigan. We were at a church. The venue was an actual church that was also, like, a, a, a theater. And I was coming so hard for Jesus. There aren't even words. Okay, I'm Catholic, by the way. So, like, I'm allowed, technically... Bo is actually like religious and Bo was like, what? Were you possessed by the devil himself? I'm sorry. Is Lucifer on stage? He was like, what happened to you? And I was like, I don't know. I panicked. And he was like, (laughs) but like, if you feel like you're bombing, why are you doubling and tripling and quadrupling down? He's like, do you know how insulting that was? Wait, do you think that you were bombing? No, you Amanda, weren't bombing at 1, all. Thousand percent. No, you weren't. Oh, no, you so weren't. For anybody at the show, um, I apologize <laughs> profusely. Jackie, you, I love you. you. I'm I had sorry. all these like liners. I feel like that were ready to go. You were like, and my like, but you talked about the women's march, and I mean, you were you were going. <laughs> and then you know what's fun about live shows? End? What? <laughs> That they're not recorded. Thank God. Yeah. There was a guy at the at the end that came up and he was like, "Why don't women like their vaginas?" And I'm like, "That's my fault. That one. That that's my fault. That he he was like my number one fan." Do you <laughs> know was- that my face was so cringed out by that question? <laughs> like I can't hide. Like you maybe like keep going. You're like, but I'm. You're like a Chandler maybe when you're feeling. <laughs> when I feel weird, I'm like. My face, you know, like Juno in the movie, like that's just her face. Like that was just my face. My face was cringed out at that man that he was there, that he came to ask a question like, sit down. This isn't your place, dude. Um, Anyway. It was funny. It was very funny. Wait, let's go back to how amazing we are. All right. Okay. So we're amazing. Well, I was, I was setting us up to be both um, called amazing friends because there's something that was a very high profile interview podcast and there we didn't get credit so I want to make sure that we get credit for it and the best <laughs> thing to do is to do it here but I was setting our I was setting us up to say that we're really good at supporting our friends like when you're our friend we're ride or die for you and something that Amanda and I also bonded over was like during summer house last season Amanda and I were unapologetically backing Hannah and it was like the amount of shit that we got from people it was like like speaking of like 
the Emrata backlash. Like we got some serious backlash for being supportive, good friends. And I, I never questioned. No, we got backlash. We, we got backlash for just not hating her with the rest of everyone that was hating her. Right. It was like, why don't you think she's terrible? Even as a fan, as like a Bravo fan people. And I would say like, I would recap the show and be like, oh, this happened. This happens. Like, oh, why don't you hate Hannah with all of us? And I even, cause I, I put aside like, you know, the friendships that I have with, with these people. And I was just like watching the show and I was like, well, I don't think she did anything. Me like either. I'm not that I'm not angry with her. What do you want me to say? Um, and I got a lot of shit for that, but I wouldn't change my opinion just to, you know, ride with the, with the crowd. Could I, did I say what I thought and be like, okay, she was annoying this episode or like she was out of line with this or like she yeah. could have said that. And we did that like also to her face. Right. Um, but yeah, we want the credit because Hannah went with Paige on Call Her Daddy. And by the Thank way, you. I've never listened to Call Her Daddy before because it was mostly about like sucking dick, but she started doing like interviews. She's good. Really good. Yeah. I like her. Yeah, I liked it too. I liked that she was, she really was unapologetic about it because she, she interviewed both Hannah and Paige, but her intro was like, very pro Hannah. Yeah, well, and she was also like, she, 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 what I loved is she said what we, you and I were doing for like months and months and months. And Hannah would always like say to us, you guys are such good friends. Thank you so much. Like it means so much to me. And she, really, Hannah, like, even when we had that dinner with her, she was like, you guys are like the only two people that like publicly stood out for me. It was like, really literally. shocking. It was really shocking. We, cause she told us like the people didn't want to be. She even said on Alex's podcast, she was like, she said to out the, she said to us at dinner, the same thing she said to Alex that was, I was scared. You wouldn't want to be associated with me or my friend. And it was heartbreaking. Like when we went to dinner that night, I thought we would like have lulls and like crack up the whole night, but it was actually, I mean, it was really great, but it was really sad because it was was seeing a person that so many people are sure reality TV is like bullshit and you can literally like bully the fuck out of one person. It's like, oh, fine. They signed up for this. They're on reality TV. Experiencing even like I'm secondhand over here. I'm not her, but seeing it from so up close and knowing that like, no, this isn't brushed off by this person. This person's whole life turned upside down Yeah. for really like what reason and for what reason did this person deserve to get all the hate she got? I just want to say she's thriving right now. She's doing shows. She's doing a giggly squad tour, but that doesn't mean that she didn't go through the worst fucking time of her life. Yes. And so many people... You know, even her friends didn't all publicly back her or I'm sure even privately back her or try to give her support. And my heart broke for her. So it was really nice to see. And she even told me she was like, it was so nice to get Alex's stamp of approval stamp of approval and and public support to her all her people because you know what alex said in her fucking show she goes i have more listeners than bravo has viewers which like do i know the numbers no but the fact that she literally went kind of against bravo yeah kind of against like everyone that's still in the show um was pretty badass so i I after that interview uh give her major kudos but hannah you could have mentioned us by name the two amazing (sighs) friends that went out to dinner with you were amanda and taylor thank you very much at taylor strecker at not skinny but not fat they also have podcasts on the biggest podcast call her daddy i mean you know just (laughs) next time girl just next time yeah Yeah. (laughs) like yeah when she was she mentioned the dinner i was like that's us. That's us at the dinner. That's that us. was us. That's yep. us at the dinner. But I mean, I, I was really, what Alex did was fucking boss shit. And I really respected it. And I was also like, same girl, same. Yes. Yeah. So we should be yeah. friends with Alex Cooper now. That's what, that's my takeaway. Really? Okay. She's a bitch like I us. I thought Sophia, I feel like Sophia is like uh, more of your vibe. No, no, no. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No. No, okay. I was listening to her, full disclosure. I remember. And she was going to have me on her it. podcast. I remember. But, um, it was like a lot of back and forth. And then Sophia did something with a girl. Like, Sophia got really, um, I have a friend who's like a total um, <clears throat> gang gang, daddy gang, daddy gang uh, fan. So she's like a huge fan of Call Her Daddy. And so she, I think she was team Alex after they broke up. But anyway, I told her about Sophia and she was like, definitely go on. And then I was like, oh yeah, I have to reach out to Sophia and see if we can like schedule something. And my friend was like, don't go on. And I was like, why? And she's like, she just did something that's like really not great towards an LGBTQ um, member. 
person. And I just feel like, given that you're in the community, like, I really don't think you should go on. And it was like, mm. <clears throat> it wasn't homophobic, but it was definitely like unsavory. Like she just like got really mad because this girl like didn't immediately reply to her DM to come on the show. Actually, maybe I shouldn't even say girl. Maybe it was um, they did not reply uh, gender neutral. But I mean, it's the way she just got uh, Sophia, she got so bratty about it <clears throat> and started to like hurl really um, iffy insults. And I was like, oh, that's not I don't want to be associated with that. So oh. that was done a while ago. Yeah, I know. Right. So That's why you switch teams. Well, I actually was just team nothing at that point then. Yeah. But then when I heard this episode of Call Her Daddy, I was like, Alex, she's a real one. That's yeah. that, that's that's what's up. So yeah. um, I'm happy for Hannah, and um, I would be happier if we were mentioned on Call Her Daddy. That's it. Yeah. I mean, it could have been <laughs> fucking mentioned. <laughs> Amanda, I love you. I love you, too. You're Thank welcome. Thank you for coming on. I didn't even get to say it yet, you <laughs> bitch. <laughs> um, you guys, that is it for us. Don't forget, Amanda has a small following, so make sure to follow her. <laughs> Listen, at some point, I started to be like, okay, you guys, relax. It's a joke. It's a joke. Okay? It's a joke. And then my husband was like, they know it's a joke. But I was like, no, but I'm starting. My ego is starting to get bruised. No, it's like, a joke. There's, there's a line that you cross where I'm like, but it's not small. But like, I know it's, it's a joke, not. but I think that some people were like, so small. And I was like, okay, relax. I can say it. But like when you're saying it or like strong, but mighty, I mean, small, but mighty. I'm like, okay, relax. It's not actually small, but, um, but I'm leaning in. I'm still leaning in. At not skinny, but not fat follow. And also Thank listen you. to her podcast. New episodes out on Tuesdays. Yes. Thank you. See? Thank you, babe. I'm a real one. Follow you me are. too. At Taylor Strecker. Talk about yeah, a small everyone, following. Everyone, oh everyone that's God. listening should be following. You know what Please. I mean? I'm getting better. I've been trying really hard. Okay, don't be pathetic about it. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, that is it for us. Amanda, thank you so much. I appreciate you. You're I love welcome, you to bits babe. and pieces. Love you too. Make sure if you haven't already, rate, review, and subscribe. Even if you have, you can do it again. Just a little trick. And uh, yeah, we'll be back next week with another amazing podcast. Until then, bye, girl, bye. Bye.